Hello everybody, it's Darren again. Just that you know, this is now part two of a three-part 2021 preview. Uh, in the first part, we looked at the next 12 months worth of films. And in part three, we're going to look forward to the next 12 months worth of TV. However, this episode is concerned with what is going to happen in the next 12 months with video games. Enjoy. Let's talk about video games, because these are A, more likely to come out, and B, probably won't be as sad. <laughs> no, almost certainly not. Fingers crossed. Uh, right, would you like to kick us off, Michael? I shall do. Uh, I'm going to go with the one that is uh, scheduled to come out first, and weirdly, and actually no, it's not the one I'm the most excited for, that's the next one, but this was this was high up there, don't you get me wrong, new Pokemon Snap is coming out at the end of April, fuck Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm down. All you needed to say is it's Pokemon Snap 2. I'm there. But the fact that it looks gorgeous, it genuinely looks better than Sword and Shield. There's there's no like exaggeration on that. It looks better than Sword and Shield. There's going to be over 200 Pokemon to photograph, which I think is like all more than treble than what was there in the original. You've got to think, they only had the original 151 in that, and even then they didn't use all of them. Mm-hmm. Did they only use a hundred? I think they only used a hundred, didn't they? I think that sounds a bit right. Yeah, they didn't. They definitely didn't use all of them. No, um, I might have to double check. Um, might have to double check that now, actually, because I can pull up the thing for Snap. Um, and is there a number that I can use? No. Cool. <laughs> that was a fun segue, wasn't it, everybody? It was. Um, Give it a quick Google. I'll, I'll fill. Um, okay. So, yeah, I, I admittedly have never played Pokemon Snap. I didn't have an N64, and whenever I was in the vicinity of one and a Pokemon game was available, it was going to be Pokemon Stadium. But, yeah, it, it looks like... It, I think it's going to have the same appeal that Animal Crossing had, of it's just going to be a super chill-out game. If you just plod around this uh, the Lentil region... Um, yeah, that's a dumb name. Uh, it is. Just taking some chill pics of Butterfreeze. Fair enough, if that's your jam... That's your jam. I don't think this is a day one pickup for me. I think this is, if I'm in a bit of a a lull, um, probably waiting for my PS5, um, I will uh, probably check that out then. Um, just because, yeah, I, I feel like that chill vibe I have to be in a certain mood for. It's not something I'm going to want to play. Like, uh, every day I want to play this video game. It's going to be like when the mood suits it. But yeah, you're right. It does look beautiful. And I think because they've waited so long for a sequel, they can add so many things to this. They just couldn't add to the original. That's going to make it feel like a, um, worthwhile. Whereas if they'd done one on the GameCube, I think incremental additions to this wouldn't really have helped it. But the big leaps forward they can do with this over the N64 version are going to help what is prob- not the core audience. Because, again, they're going to be aimed for the kids of nowadays. But it's going to be a good uh, hook for those who played the original to get back into this one. And those who had played the original would know that there are 63 available Pokemon to photograph in the N64 game. So so it's more than quadruple if we're going over 200. So sweet. Um, the, the the shtick from the first game was go and photograph some Pokemon because Professor Oak said to. Uh, the shtick for this one is that there is a new phenomenon called the Illumina phenomenon where Pokemon and plants appear to have a special glow as shown by statistically the least popular starter of all time. Uh, Meganium, who appeared to be 
just kind of exuding fireflies, which was interesting. Right. It looked really good, though. Um, but it's... <laughs> oh, no. It seems to be... Now, it is back on rails. By the looks of it, it is exactly the same as the original, and it's back on rails. Fine. I would have liked to have seen a bit more freedom, but if there's going to be more Pokemon to photograph, that means it has to be more locales, which means the game is going to obviously be longer than... I think you can like 100% that game in inside two hours, the original. Um, so I'm hoping this is a longer game that has more to do. Um, this one appears to be focusing more on like the photography aspect. Now, you might wonder, well, the first one was about taking photos. It was, but the photo system in the first game was incredibly fucking flawed. Like you could, as long as the Pokemon was like snap bang center of the frame, you were going to get a good score. This one apparently will take more things into account, like shot composition, how close the Pokemon is, and whether or not they're actually facing the camera, which was, again, a way to speed run the original Pokemon snap was just to get them front and center and you win. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, there is going to be, I think they're replacing chucking apples on the floor with po- uh, a fruit called the fluff fruit which is a stupid name, although this is the same franchise that birthed Poffins, so take of that what you will. It's being developed by Bandai Namco. Now, they weren't the developers of the original Pokemon Snap, as far as I'm aware. That's because the original Pokemon Snap was developed by Hal Laboratory, who you might know as the people that did fucking Smash Brothers, like the original Mm. Smash Brothers. That's interesting. But Bandai Namco actually do make good games, um, they have a lot of franchises under the belt, one of which is Tekken. I don't think anything from that's going to be brought over, but just to <laughs> understand, you know, they, they do all the Gundam games. They do Pac-Man, Soul Calibur, Ace Combat, uh, Tekken or Tatsujin, uh, Dark Souls. They do all the Dragon Ball games. They do well, they do basically any anime game. They're on board. And they've made some good shit. So it's in very good hands. I'm very, very much looking forward to this. Um, I don't know why they've decided to split up the publishing rights though because in japan it's being exclusively published not by nintendo but specifically by the pokemon company whereas worldwide it's obviously a nintendo game don't know what that's about either way it's a 90s throwback and after the hellscape of a year we've just had we could do with a bit of calm and a bit of nostalgia so i got distracted thinking well they could do a tekken cameo they could make mokajin a tree <laughs> he's essentially a pseudo Udo, so they could just do that. Um yeah, I'm 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 not gonna be satisfied unless they add this um Illumina phenomenon to a NATO so we can get an Illuminatu and then everyone's gonna go, What? Um <laughs> Illuminatu confirmed <laughs> Oh god, that's brilliant. I love it. Just because he's already got a bit of an Illuminati eye, just put it some like frame it in a triangle with like some trees and shit and watch the <laughs> internet lose its fucking mind. <laughs> Lovely. Um, right, I I was going to talk about Hogwarts Legacy, but unfortunately that has been pushed back to 2022. Um, oh, is it actually? Yeah, yeah, oh, they announced uh, no set dates in the year, but they've said it. Yeah, it's not going to make 2021. That's been pushed back to uh, 2022, which is not actually that bad news for Darren because it means hopefully there'll be enough games for me to justify a PS5 this year, and I won't have to sacrifice any time to my fiancé. Boom. <laughs> um, so I can get all my games played, and then let her have her game later on. For I am a kind god. Um, anyway, uh, so that means that freed up a space uh, to talk about something else. So we're going to throw Gotham Knights in here. 
this is not a sequel to Arkham Asylum series. It's its own, like, it's in its own timeline where the gist is, and this is not spoiler because you can get this from any of the trailers, Batman's dead. And it's basically, like, not the battle for the kill, but it's like, it kind of is like the B team have to now try and save Gotham. The B team including Nightwing, uh, I think it's the Tim Drake Robin. Um, yep, yeah, uh, Batgirl and Red Hood are now tasked with bringing Gotham back under order. They, they've they been spotted with this in talking about how it's going to work as compared to an Arkham Asylum game. Because they keep reiterating this isn't an Arkham game. And not just like in terms of you know the storyline, but in terms of how it's going to work mechanically. And that it will have either more of a focus on co-op or a very, very strong emphasis on co-op. I'm a little bit worried about that as I don't genuinely play co-op games. But they have reassured this can be played as a single player story. Um, I wonder if it's going to be if they're going to tell one continuous story that just has you jumping between the characters at set times that could be pretty interesting like Red Hot obviously is not going to be able to traverse the city as well as uh, Robin and Batgirl can so maybe you'll be playing as him in very set locations like interiors or stuff like that Um, and then it would flip over to more of the exploration stuff with Batman and uh, Batgirl and Robin Um it's just all the trailers have been kind of vague about how this is going to work. I'm still excited because, I mean, the Arkham franchise is one of my favourite gaming series ever. But I, I, I'd like a bit more concrete information to try and make my mind up about this. It feels... Basically, I'm a bit worried that it smells a bit avenger And, oh, good God, do I not want a live-service Arkham game. Please let that die immediately. It will have some level of... Because it's obviously been built maybe with co-op in mind at least to some extent, there's clearly going to be a push for an online service for that. I just don't want it to go the way of Avengers, because, well, we all saw how badly that went. Yeah. Um, uh, what from that gameplay demo that came out at the uh, kind of the tail end of last year, uh, it, it's not filling me with confidence. It, it's no. it's, a, it's a melee-focused game that has numbers popping off on enemies. And we all know how well that went. Yeah, no, I, I got to say I'm really not excited for this one, and I don't think it's going to be good. I think if they have taken the fighting engine from Arkham, which has now become almost the standard when it comes to like superhero games, you think about how Arkham influenced my favorite game of the last generation, Spider-Man, yeah. and very much had that mix of it's kind of like visceral upfront hand-to-hand combat, along with stealth elements. I would be more excited if that's yeah. in here, and it seems like it isn't. Moreover, it's multiplayer-focused, and I, I think I think unless you're, you're going out of your way to create like really good matchmaking and, and making it so that no player feels left behind, or whether you're working on like a giant kind of cross-collaborative game like Destiny does, where it does feel like all of your guardians exist all at once, I would be more interested. As it stands, we know that this is actually going to be recreated by Rocksteady themselves in the uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League game. Yeah, And I, I just trust Rocksteady more. <laughs> I, I know that yeah. people don't like Arkanite that much. It's certainly not my fucking favourite, but you'd be hard argued to say that it's a bad game. So, I yeah. don't know. Like, I, I, well, the devil you do this, over the devil you don't, I guess. I don't know. I get, 
this is the thing. This is coming from the studio that did Arkham Origins, which is everyone. It's a general consensus that is by far not necessarily a bad game, but it's definitely the weakest of the four Arkham games we've had. But I was kind of excited because the rumours for the longest time was Court of Elves were going to be involved. They are involved in Gotham Knights, but I, the rumours was it was going to be another Arkham set game. You're playing as Batman. You're taking on the Court of Elves. And I was kind of like a little bit excited because I thought if they can just fix the Batmobile, which given the amount of feedback they got from Arkham Knight's Batmobile, they should be able to do basically just not make it turn into a tank. Make it do less and it will actually be better. Do that. And I think we have a brilliant game on our hands again. I know it's like comfort food and it's not trying anything new necessarily, but I'm perfectly OK with that when it comes to video games. So I, that's what I was hoping for. This just seems like... Because all four people operate differently, you can't just main it as so you can't just main it as Nightwing and go through the whole game because obviously he can't get around the city as easily as two of the others because he can't glide. So I feel like this might have a bit more of like uh, I'm currently playing uh, Horror Warriors: Age of Calamity, and that is very much this is a scenario. It explains what the scenario is. You can then pick which character you want to do it as. I feel it might be more like that where you're not necessarily doing free roam. You're just going from place to place, incident to incident. Um, and that kind of, that will be hard to tell a cohesive story, but it will also rob the Arkham series of its its best thing, is the atmosphere of being in that city at night and, and kind of, you know, taking all that in. That is by far and away Arkham's best thing, and it seems like this is taking that away from that. I I mean, I still have reservations about the Suicide game, to be fair, but you're right, that's coming from Rocksteady, so they've got a bit more um, credit in the bank to cash in on on that front but yeah i i, I want to put it on it because I, I still want to be excited i need another an extended gameplay um or like a you know a vertical slice of the game would do me just fine and kind of settle all my nerves but yeah this this could easily go either way we've seen live service games go down the shitter this year i just don't want batman to join them yeah no that that would suck i think i agree with you on the the whole thing of there not being the correct atmosphere especially because this is a kind of like a neon looking game yeah very bright also not the tone that batman is known to go for typically speaking but yeah you know plus like batman like okay spoiler alert for arkham knight it's heavily implied that Batman dies at the end of that. I don't know why you couldn't have just set it in that universe, because then you already know where the land lies. It's not like the Court of Elves have ever been used before, so they've been new anyway. They've already established... Well, Red Hood was admittedly through a bit of DLC, but he was, like, revealed eventually as the main antagonist of Dark Knight, uh, of Arkham Knight. Nightwing's established, Tim Drake's established, Batgirl... Uh, admittedly, that's our recall, but you could just make it someone else's Batgirl, do Batwoman instead, and have Oracle be your person in the chair. Like, I, I feel like percentages in Elseworld things just tells me, well, Batman's not really dead then, is he? And he's going to be the DLC pack that you launch on day one. Yeah, I was just about to say that. You know that Batman's not dead. He ain't dead. I just don't think that the four-player co-op is a good way for this series and i'll wait for the reviews i'm certainly not excited though however one four-player co-op game to another for one that will absolutely be brilliant and might even be my game of the year before i've even played it let's talk about back for fucking blood yes yeah you have no idea how much i've missed left for dead like i would say left for dead was the last outside of maybe destiny 
was the last multiplayer shooter game, like cooperative multiplayer shooter game that I unabatedly loved. I just thought it was so good, so well put together. A lot of that has to do with the fact that it's Valve who were spearheading that franchise. But lest we forget that it was not developed by Valve, it was developed by Turtle Rock Studios. You may remember them from Evolve and oh God. So (laughs) I think we have to remember that Evolve was very much a blip. Um, This was when Turtle Rock were acquired by 2K Games. And let's just say when it comes to 2K, if it's not Borderlands, it's normally shit. So we have to kind of put Evolve out of our mind, realize that this is... It's Turtle Rock Studios back to being an independent studio. They've partnered up with Warner Brothers Interactive to publish the game. And it is, for all intents and purposes, Left for Dead 3. Um, it's it's called Back 4 Blood because, unfortunately, um, Valve owns the right to the Left for Dead name. But put, them putting that 4 in the title basically tells you all you need to know. It is a four-player cooperative shooter set in a zombie apocalypse. It's very much a spiritual successor. It takes place after an outbreak where most of humanity is diseased or infected by something called the Ridden. Um, all you need to know, it's worm zombies. It, it's that one zombie from Resi 4, but all of them. They've tried to spice up the gameplay from just being a, uh, a bog standard cooperative shooter this time uh, by introducing a card system, which kind of got my heckles up a little bit. Um, but essentially you can build your own little deck of cards that you start at the start of like if it's if it's anything like left for dead um each scenario is built up of five stages and you go and have to survive through all five to complete the scenario um so you start these cards at the start of these uh, five stages However, along with the player cards, the AI director, which is what they're calling and did call it in the uh, previous games, what they call the the computer, essentially the enemy, uh, can play something called corruption cards, which can hinder the progress of the player, such as spawning extra enemies, increasing the size of the horde, activating weather and fog effects that will stop you from progressing as quickly. It sounds like an interesting mutation of that formula. However, they are also adding a classic mode, which is just basically left for dead. So there's something for everybody who loves this style of gameplay here. I'm going to try the card-based version first because I want to see how the formula can be changed. However, if I don't like it, classic mode is right there waiting for me to just jump into what is essentially left for dead 3. I'm very very excited about this plus it's coming out on the playstation 5 so fuck yes it's a next gen left for dead we didn't get anything in the previous gen and it's back now and hopefully hopefully it's as good as i remember oh i've never played a left for dead game (laughs) Uh, that doesn't surprise me to be honest because it was um it was an xbox 360 exclusive and i don't recall you ever owning one no, I don't. Um, I have an Xbox One now, but yeah, I've never owned a Microsoft console prior to that. So, yeah, um, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm excited of... for you, if that's of any <laughs> consolation. I, I know there's not much you can add to this because you're not really a shooter guy, as far as I'm aware. No, because I'm just not good at them. <laughs> I like I can't, I can't play COD online because I just die um i don't this is why i don't do online stuff mostly because it is shooter stuff and i'm just i'm not that good my brother's very good annoyingly so but i just it's just never worked like i can play a story mode fine 
and like I have the skills enough to get through that, but then the second it gets any amount of competition or difficulty, I just I'm not good. Like I remorse to take the piss out of other people on like going, ha, hey, you can't shit for shit and then remember that I am just a sponge. Whenever I play Call of Duty, I just had to get the biggest gun possible with the most amount of bullets in it. So I could just become like basically I was Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. I was just a lead farmer. I would just <laughs> I, I would just point it in a general direction and hope more than try and ping people off from, like, you know, the other side of the fucking map. Mm. I mean, this might be worth a look in then because th- these aren't PvP experiences. This is very much okay, good. you and three baits against the computer. And that's how I prefer shooters, I'll be honest. I really got into Titanfall, especially Titanfall's PvP, because it was so fun and frantic, but... This is what I miss. This is the kind of shooter game that I really miss. So I'm really looking forward to this coming back. And it's coming back on June 22nd of this year. So it's it's slap bang in the middle of the year. So it's a it's a great time to launch a game, especially if nothing's reopened. Um, So I'm just really looking forward to it. I, I think this genuinely, genuinely is a solid bet for my game of the year. And I've not played it yet. I, I forgot to point out, like, the three games I'm going to talk about... None of them have release dates yet. They're all scheduled for 2021, but Gotham Knights doesn't have one. Uh, the next two I'm going to talk about don't. I, in terms of what I actually know that's coming out, that has a date, I mean, like, the Prince of Persia remake, I guess, but... Uh, um, even Lego Marvel... That's uh, like Lego Star Wars, the Skywalk Saga, doesn't have a date yet. It's meant to be quarter two. We're getting close to quarter two, and they haven't put a date on that yet. Um... That does that, that's by far away my. If there was going to be a fourth on here, it would be that. I know it's Lego, but this is meant to be like the next step forward for that template of Lego games. Um, it has all nine Star Wars movies in it. Um, yeah, it looks it it looks like the jump forward that series not needed because I mean as long as they pick a good you know, you know basis for his Lego game, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm still annoyed they haven't done the Simpsons. Um, thanks for asking. But, um, yeah, that's that's hopefully coming sooner rather than later. But coming later on in the year, scheduled at the moment for a quarter three, quarter four release, and set to be, I think, the PS5's big, like, quarter stone release game for later on this year for holiday season 2021, it's Horizon Forbidden West. Of course it is. Which is, I cannot wait. Although, there's a chance... That Breath of the Wild 2 may come out this year. Big if on that one. I uh, we don't Nintendo have nothing left on the docket other than this Bowser's Fury thing to release in a few weeks. So <laughs> the one with Super Saiyan Cat Mario. That's the one. Um, <laughs> like that's it. I don't know if they have any other big games with like dates on at this point. So there surely to God has to be a Nintendo Direct coming at some point. Because otherwise, I mean like. Peggle? Is that what we're going to be playing on Switch this year? I don't know. Well, still so, Prime 4 and Bayonetta 3, which seem to have disappeared off the face of the earth. Exactly. So, you've got to hope that Breath of the Wild 2 will be coming out. In which case, that immediately jumps to number one, obviously, and would be undisputedly the game I want to play immediately. But, that might hopefully not happen so that Horizon can stand by itself for at least a little bit. Because obviously they released on the same day, the previous entries in both those series, and Breath of the Wild was better. I think Horizon Forbidden West is going to solve... I love Horizon Zero Dawn. There is only a few 
small things that needed changing, basically because of Breath of the Wild. And it seems like from the trailer, at the very least, they're doing that. They're adding climbing, thank the fucking Lord. Um, they're adding underwater sections, neat. And they're just expanding this, like, like really, really potent and fertile world they've built for storytelling purposes, for just game art direction, all this good stuff. And it looks like this is just going to take everything to that next level. Um, it is scheduled to come out on PS4 as well as PS5, so I don't think it's going to be pushing the boundaries of what a PS5 can do just yet. But enough time has gone on that I feel like they've got enough good ideas that they can make this feel like a next-gen game, even though it strictly kind of isn't. I have to believe that this entered production like before Demon Souls did, because I, I think about how good Demon Souls and Miles Morales, which is, I know it's, I know they built that as that's a PlayStation Five game that we've downrezzed for PlayStation Four, but I have to believe that the opposite is true because the game industry will lie to you at any given moment. Yeah, but what I want to be true is exactly that. I would like Forbidden West to be a PlayStation Five game that is then down res to be a playstation 4 game and not just we've got the exact same assets and we've built horizon 2 out to be and that's why i have to believe that demon souls went into production after this game because you look at the level of goddamn fucking detail in demon souls i know it's basically a, a 2009 game remade from the ground up to look pretty but that tells you the kind of stuff that the playstation 5 is capable of and we're not even 12 months into its life cycle yet so i really want this to be great i really want because i liked uh, horizon the first one i didn't love it it didn't appear on my top 20 of the generation at all which is a big snub and i I realized the weight of that big snub because i recognize that as just an incredible game but it just didn't resonate with me. I'm hoping the sequel does that. And and I think, like you said, that the additions that they're making, especially climbing, and I feel like this is something that games will have to address this generation of traversal, because mm-hmm. I think people are going to get tired of not having freedom when we've got the technology that allows it. Or if they are not, if they're going to stick to old design philosophies, they're going to have to explain why they've done that. I think yeah. about The Last of Us 2, actually, and that at least explains why you can't, you know, start scaling the fucking walls. It's because you're a yeah. teenager and you're all emaciated because you're in the post-apocalypse. Makes sense to me. Um, so, but you think about how good that looks. On PlayStation 5, it runs at 60 frames a second. It's a gorgeous looking game. Yeah. I would like the 60 frames a second 4K version of Breath of the Wild starring Aloy. Please give me that. I think that's what you're going to get. Because, I mean, Uncharted, even though however old it is, it's still a beautiful game. And they've had, what, three or four years? uh, So 2017, they'll have four years to have improved on that with new hardware to play with. It's going to look good. I have no doubt about that. Um, See, I think the thing with Traversal, this is going to be a bit of a weird side point, is obviously we had it in Assassin's Creed games since the start. But because it doesn't cost you any stamina, I think that's what the, the what Breath of the Wild brought. In the, I know it can be a bit annoying to have to manage the stamina thing, but it makes everything feel like more worthwhile when you actually climb something. Because you have to make a calculated decision as to whether you're going to climb up something or whether you're just going to go on your horse and go the long way around. 
that's what I think I'd like to see in Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't just want to be able to climb anything with no repercussions, because then that kind of... It, it was a nice way in Breath of the Wild of naturally locking off some areas, which you can't just... you know, Unless you've just got every fucking stamina replenishing potion you could, you couldn't just tank your way up a wall most of the time. You had to work for it. That's what I kind of hope we get here. Um, real quick, how's Last of Us 2 going? Um, I must admit, I've actually stopped playing it for a bit because I picked Crash 4 back up. So, real um... bad time to uh, to mention that. I've been, I'm basically like bat in between um, Last of Us 2, Crash 4, uh, Demon Souls, and now next week we're getting some incredible games on PlayStation Plus. So, right? It's such a good month. I mean, we're getting Destruction All Stars on PlayStation 5. And that honestly looks really fun because it just looks like Destruction Derby, but you've been put in a big bowl. Great. Sounds great. Um, but we're getting Concrete Genie, which looked really interesting on the PlayStation 4, but I heard it's better in VR, so I didn't bother playing it. But hey, I'll play right. it on PlayStation 5 if it looks better. And, uh, I'm, and this might be a controversial pick for people who've already picked this up, but we're getting Control. Oh, fuck yeah. I've been wanting mm. to play that game, but I wasn't prepared. The Ultimate Edition as well. Yeah, we are. So we're getting that PlayStation 5 upgrade. If you don't own a PS5, you're basically getting the upgrade for free as well uh, for when you eventually upgrade to the PS5. I've got one, so I'm just going to download it straight to that. So I'm looking forward to that. Sweet. Right. What's your next game? Uh, my next and last one. Bear in mind, we could have spoken a lot about um about a lot of games on this list. So just a couple of the ones that we didn't touch on. There's the Principles of Sands of Time reboot, Returnal. Admittedly, it's got bumped back from March to April, but it is still coming out this year. Uh, Deathloop is out in May. We've got Far Cry 6 doesn't doesn't have a solid date yet. I think they just got pushed back indefinitely, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, that usually comes out early on in the year far cry 3 and far cry 4 were both like the first big games of their year so yeah if they haven't put a date on it now you're probably right that might be i don't think it's 2022 delayed but they might push that back to like holiday season i can believe that um then we got halo infinite is supposedly coming out this year kenna bridge's spirits coming out this year no more heroes 3 if you can believe it skull and bones is still a thing that they want to release oh yeah do you remember that bit of Skull and Bones? When did that get announced? Uh, <laughs> that was... Hang on, we can do this. Right, that was, I think, around the same time they did Syndicate. So that would have been... Yeah, it was definitely before Assassin's Creed Origins came out. And that was nearly... That was five years ago, so... Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't hold you, hold you hopes. I mean, they, every time they announced it, they seem to be making it worse. So I'm not... Yeah. Like... Just, just do, just do Assassin's Creed Four, but just don't make it an Assassin's game. Make it a. It was already basically a pirate game. Just do that again. Um, <laughs> yeah. And of course, Zelda: Zelda Breath of War Two. Maybe I'm trying to will it into existence, like because Age of Calamity is filling the gap very nicely. But oh boy, do I want that game now. <laughs> oh man. Um... Imagine, imagine if, if Breath of the Wild had come out first week of lockdown. <sighs> I was just like, great, a year locked indoors, not a problem. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to see everything in this game. <laughs> Every square fucking centimetre of grass will be explored in the next 12 months. <laughs> uh, but the one I've chosen to highlight uh, as my third game this year, and it might come as a surprise to Darren, honestly, it's uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, the first of two games this year that is um, being released by Microsoft for the PlayStation 5. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> which is a, a right. strange situation. It, it's it's a bit backwards, but that's just the, I mean the world's backwards at the moment, so nothing surprises me. Yeah, I mean for those who aren't up in the know, Bethesda Softworks was purchased. Well, all of Zenimax Media actually was purchased by Xbox uh, by Microsoft. So going forward, I would say post twenty twenty two. You might not see many Bethesda games on a PlayStation platform. So if you like your Fallouts, if you like your Outer, uh, Outer Worlds, if you like your Elder Scrolls, I guess, although I don't see them not putting Elder Scrolls on a PlayStation platform, um, you might need to buy an Xbox. But <laughs> but yeah, that's that, that's a problem for a later year. This year, though, uh, we're getting a, a weirdly stupid game, which I can't help but love the aesthetic of, because... It seems to have the perfect mix of things that I like. It's It's got a horror focus, although it's not a horror game. It's just got monsters in it, and monster designs are always fun. It's a first-person combat game. However, it's been described as karate meets magic, where the player utilizes like hand movements, which are inspired by like uh, Kujikiri, which is like this... It's like a, a terrorist method uh, to cast spells, although obviously in terrorism it's mainly for... like um what's the word i'm looking for prayer and uh stuff like that i can't think of the word right now however the thing that you need to know is that you are fighting ghosts you're our ghost fighter um you you're playing the game in tokyo it's been developed by a uh tango game works which i believe are out of japan i'm just going to double check that before i say it is yes they uh were founded in 2010 by shinji mikami in tokyo the very same shinji mikami responsible for resident evil 4 and the two evil within games it was originally being heralded by uh the internet's favorite waifu ikumi nakamura um you might know her as the incredibly cute girl from e3 2019 but she left the studio um in september so only a couple of months after announcing the goddamn game however they got in um a chap by the name of shinchiro hara who worked on fucking doom as in 2016 doom so we're gonna get some fast fluid up close and personal weird ghost karate game sign me the fuck right. up that that's one of the most like unique ideas that we've had for a, a next generation game because you think about what else has been announced it's like here's the big sequel to x or here's the spiritual sequel to y or here is z franchise revival here is interesting new idea but a name you know whereas this is like we're just making the most japanese game possible the, the, it just looks mental and i love it Cool. Um, may not sh- may shock you to hear this, but uh, Ghostwire Tokyo has not been on my uh, radar. Oh, however, why? Uh, <laughs> I I know, right? It seems like it's made for moi. Uh, <laughs> uh, cool. It's it's good. It's not a Ubisoft game, Darren. You won't enjoy it. Exactly. I'm a trash human being, and that should never be forgotten. Oh, um, uh, <laughs> very quickly, uh, Ubisoft are making a Star Wars game. Which means that, oh, yeah. that they might have finally wrestled the franchise out of the hands of EA. I mean, Star Wars Squadrons is good, and like Fallen Order was good, but Battlefield, Battlefront even wasn't. So fair it's nice to see that yeah, they're farming it out to at least a few people. That means other people can get their hands on it and kind of just have a new game. I mean, we're getting an Indiana Jones game from um, oh damn it, who do they announce for that? 
I, I, now there's a worry that it might be an, an Xbox exclusive. Was it Avalanche? Uh, was it Bethesda? Oh, God, I can't remember now. We've oh, we hit the wall again. Yeah. <laughs> I know, an Indiana Jones game sounds tight as fuck, but if it's, on, if it's only on Xbox, that's... That's a kick in the dick. But do you not think we don't need an Indiana Jones game because of Uncharted? I mean, I get that, but I still would like one. Mm. Oh, it, it um, is Bethesda. You are right. Right. So that's that's a bit annoying, but maybe because like, I really wish a little bit of me wish that Spider Man. Yes, it came out on PlayStation, but then was eventually released on Xbox. Of kind of like a a make good so that we can have these like big licensed games but not locked to i mean if it's a first part if it's a video game franchise in it in of itself fine but when it's stuff like this where it's coming from an outside source like i'd be really gutted if microsoft went and bought um io when they're just about to do a james bond game that'd be a kick in the dick as well Mm. so we shall see but yeah star wars plus ubisoft that sounds like a Darren game to me. <laughs> I too am excited for Indiana Jones and his desktop adventures too. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Um, right, so uh, that means it's time for my last game. And why change, Michael? It's time for God of War. Uh, it's God of War, untitled God of War sequel, though heavily rumoured to be called, or at least somewhat called God God of War Ragnarok. Um, this is the sequel to the twenty. 2018, yeah, 2018, uh, God of War reboot, I guess, rejigging um, to move it from um, uh, Greek mythology into Norse mythology. They really held back in a lot of ways on that first one in terms of storyline. You're only really dealing with Baldur. You don't see Odin. You don't see Thor. So there's a lot of ground to, to till here. And, I mean, it was my game of the year that year by a country mile. So, I'm very, very excited to get back into bed. This feels like the most tentative of all the video games we've mentioned so far. I could easily see this being pushed back to 2022. Oh, easily, yeah. Current situation. I, I, I think if Horizon Forbidden West is the end of the year game, I don't feel they need to put God of War it at the same time. That'll be a bit overkill. You want to space your first party tent poles out a little bit, I would have thought. But for now, it's written down as 2021, so we are going to talk about it. I, I seem to remember, though, like, the, the 2018 God of War like, came out a lot earlier than everyone thought it was. Like, it got announced, and then it was like, oh, yeah, it's coming out April next year, and everyone went, ha! And then it actually came out in April next year, <laughs> yeah. and was as good as it was. So maybe they're not lying, and it, it will actually, like, come out in, like, December 2021 and blow everyone's tiny mind i mean santa monica um, studios did a big round of hiring after that first game came out so it's not impossible they did, they did. there's there's so much scope with these games and um, how to expand it um especially if they are going to do ragnarok because then we can build again towards a kind of war free situation where it's kratos versus everyone else which is when god of war is operating at its best levels this is more of like a bit of a reluctant kratos but i mean he still murdered thousands of people in the last game so he's not that reluctant um i it's so rich and that the other good thing was they when you had like the central navigation thing in um in the first one there was i think like three or four worlds that were mentioned on the map but just were just locked off and everyone thought oh maybe they'll be in dlc and then they weren't you only really went through from Midgard to Niflheim, uh, and then I don't think you went to Asgard. So all that's still left to go to. There's at least three or four worlds we get to go and explore. Sweet. 
that's going to be good. Combat's still as good as it as it needs to be anyway. They can maybe try and add a new weapon, but God of War rules state that they can add as many new weapons as they want. You're only ever going to use the Blades of Chaos or the Axe. So, yeah, good luck there. Um, yeah, I just... I'm really excited for this. Again, I, I feel it's a safer bet than Horizon sequel is because that's still so new as a franchise. There's so many ways I can go and they can still mess it up. I have faith. There's only been one ropey God of War game and that's not bad going at all. So, yeah, I'm 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 jazzed for this one, though I do think it will be uh, pushed back to 2022. Yeah, almost, I would say almost definitely. No, awesome. There's very little for me to argue with that because whilst I didn't put it on my best of the generation, it is a good game. It's very well written. Yeah. I like the performances. Plus, I think if this does come out this year, this will be the game that forces my hand onto PS5. I can't see them. Surely to God, this will be the first, like, first party PlayStation Sony game they don't put out on PS4. This, I think, is going to be the jumping off point from, like, look, you got Horizon, you got Miles Morales, you got a lot of stuff on the PS5 it's time to kind of leave that behind now. And I think if this is the game that does that, this will definitely be the one that forces my hand to get uh, PS5. Yeah. Because I should have pointed out, I don't know if I'm going to play Horizon Forbidden West this year, because I'm definitely saving that for PS5. And there's a threshold I'm waiting for to cross. If that doesn't happen, I might not be playing Horizon until next what year. Was it three is games a... is your threshold? Yeah, three games. So I had earmarked that as... I mean, Miles Morales kind of counts... So we're already one up, but I was counting that as God of War, Hogwarts, and this. Hogwarts being delayed has kind of put pay to that. But, again, I, frankly, I got a fair amount of money as presents because people were like, we don't know what to buy you now, you're 30. Have some money. <laughs> so with, with, with the PS5 fund is going well. Um, so, yeah, we might it's it might be a bit of a... Uh, I might be able to expedite that and just say, okay, if God of War does arrive, but there's only really that in Horizon I want to play... Fuck it, I'll get a PS5 now, but we shall see. We shall. And that is where we're going to leave part two for now. If you enjoyed that, please do go check out part one if you haven't already. If not, you can look forward to our thoughts on the next 12 months worth of TV in the next few weeks. If you'd like to know when that episode is available, you can go and check out our website, failentertainment.com. That's fell spelt F-O-U-L entertainment.com. Or you can go over to Twitter at fellent to get the latest over there as well. 